0: Welcome to the Highway Church Podcast. We're excited that you would join us today and hope you're encouraged by the message you hear. If you'd like to know more, visit our website, highway.com.au.
1: Thank you for being with us tonight, celebrating with us. A little bit of a different service, but, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's history. And... Uh, It's a great night to celebrate 28 years. This was supposed to be 25 years, but the pandemic wrecked that. So we're doing a 28-year celebration. Um, And, you know, there's many uh, over this time that have added to, you know, everything that Highways accomplished. Um, And I know that God will richly reward all those. Um, Also, you know, my family who, who, you know, we started in 95 and we were asked to pioneer a church and uh, when we said yes we had no idea that this would be the journey we we just um first got over the shock that we were asked and and then thought okay what do we do next and we just kept turning up every week we didn't know if anyone would come um but you know we said yes and um it was also our kids as well and uh You know, we had three children at the time, Shane, Christiane and Carly, and uh, Shane's with us tonight and and his family, and Christiane is actually really unwell. She is devastated she couldn't make it, but she's got got, to send a little message up on the screen, and Carly couldn't make it either, so she sent a message. So if you look up to the screen, you'll get a message from from Carly and Christiane
0: been such a pleasure to be a part of this church for 28 years thanks mum and dad for bringing us kids on the journey with you um, I'm so sorry I can't be there to celebrate with you today but love you all and um, yeah happy birthday to all of us really exciting time and look forward to the next 28 years Bye. hey highway happy birthday to us 28 woo <laughs> Well, I've ended up unwell and I didn't wanna come and spread this around, but I did still wanna spread around some birthday cheer. 28 years, what a celebration, what a day to come together and just honour and thank God for all that he has done and continuing to do. I wanted to say a massive congratulations to mum and dad. I'm so proud of you guys. After 28 years, you haven't lost your passion, you haven't lost your sense of conviction, and you're continuing to walk out all that you believe God is calling you to do and put on your life to do and and just such a sense of belief that God wants to bring heaven here to earth using the hands and feet of the local church and so congratulations to you guys of course but you know it's never one person or two people or five people at the front it's always a team and so to every single person that has put their hand to the plough that has been a part of the journey past present and still to come hey happy birthday big celebrations, big congratulations, many, many thanks, and may God continue to do something so phenomenal through the hearts of willing people. Happy birthday, Highway. Have fun celebrating. Enjoy the food vans. Enjoy the mash-up of old songs. I so wanted to sing those songs from the 90s with you all, but have a great celebration, and cheers to many more years to come.
1: Yeah, amen. So it was the whole family that started, rolled up their sleeves and, and went to work. I and mean, Shane was 15. He he said, "Dad, do you want me to learn guitar?" I said, "Yes." We we had 11 people. We would take anyone. We learn, just learn. And he learned guitar. Christiane, man, the overhead projector. Who remembers those? The overhead projector. And Carly was about five years old, I think, and she was the uh, the apprentice. Um, working the overhead projector and so that was kind of where we started and um you know there were many others you know that gave up everything to be a part of it and um you would see from the screen that it was pretty humble beginnings we did 10 years in that old hall bumping in and out every week um but you know god was with us and i remember sitting with our kids and we were asked to pioneer the church and we sat the kids down and said listen um We've been asked to do this but we won't do it unless you do it with us. And the kids were a bit shocked that we would even ask them, you know, at that age, but they they said yes and and um and we agreed as a family and because we've been very deliberate about building a family church with a mission's heart. We've been very deliberate about that over the years and um I mean God knew what he was getting himself into when he when he called us. So we kind of figured that his strength would be good enough, you know, in our weakness. And so tonight I want to look at some of the things that are going to help us to stay the course, help us to turn up tomorrow, help us, you know, to go in day after day and do whatever God has called us to do Um, individually and as a church. um, Out of Ezekiel 47, and Anne has already alluded to that, verse 6 and 7 says this, it says, um. that's 6 and 7, it says here, He asked me, Son of man, do you see this? Then he led me back to the bank of the river. I want to look at three things quickly. Um, the first thing was that God spoke. You need to know whatever endeavor you have, whatever you, know, you rise to do, you've got to know that God's with you. God spoke, and he said that in verse 6, Um, he said, he asked me, he came and built that relationship in chapter 1 of Ezekiel, verse 1, it says that while I was among the exiles by the Kibar River, the heavens opened and I saw the visions of God. You know, Ezekiel just didn't do this under his own strength. He had the word of the Lord. God spoke to him. In verse 3, it says, The word of the Lord came to, to Ezekiel the priest. And see, God had heard the cries of the people that were in bondage, the people that were in captivity, the people that were exiled from the greatest plan that he had for them. And he he raises a person with a message of deliverance. And speaking about Ezekiel at the end of verse 3, he said, There the hand of the Lord was on him. And we see when Jesus was baptised in the Jordan, Mark 1.11, it says, And the voice came from heaven, You are my son whom I love, with you I am well pleased. This is so powerful for your lives. It's so powerful. You know, we have to focus upon the word of the Lord, the word that has been spoken to us. Anne and I were in a meeting in Southside Christian Renewal Centre many, many years ago And there was a uh, a guy came in from Hong Kong, his name was Ezekiel Chung I've never that's a good Hong Kong name, isn't it you know Ezekiel Chung and he came and in, in a meeting like this, and we were sitting over sort of this side, and uh, he called us out. we were just born again only a few years, and he called us out, stood us in the aisle, prophesied to him and said, "You're pioneers, you're going out as pioneers and of course, you know driving home I said, Dan I said. He's a nice bloke, but I think he's got that wrong. Like, I don't I don't think I'm called a pioneer. Like, I don't feel like pioneering anything like that. So, a nice guy, but, you know, he's missed it. Five years later, five years later, we were asked to plant this church, and we immediately said, yeah. God had done a work in us. We had the word of the Lord. We didn't even have to think about it. We didn't have to think about it because God had positioned us and, um, from that day, you know, we've done this journey one uh, word of the Lord at a time. We've just gone from word of the Lord to word of the Lord. And I've been asked over the years, you know, how did you, how did you build highway? How did, how did that happen? And it's like, well, just from one word of the Lord to the next. That's all we know to do. And that's frustrating for people that like a five-year plan, like a 10-year plan. You know, they like it structured. They like it in place. And they look at me like, well, where are we going? And I say, well, when I hear, I'll tell you. Because that's all I know to do. One word of the Lord at a time. So when God speaks, that's what you've got to do. Go back to your life. When was the last time God spoke to you? When was the last time you got a prophecy or God spoke something into your heart? You You know, what we need to do, we need to go back to that place and build from there. Go back to that place and build from there. Don't build from circumstance. Don't build from disappointment. Don't build from opportunity. You build from the word of the Lord and you will have success. There's no two ways about it. Secondly, you you do it together. You do it together. Ezekiel in verse 6 shows us that um, son of man, do you see this? Then he led me back to the bank Of the river. He led him back. They went together. You can see right through this process that Ezekiel is being led by the Lord and they did the journey together. You can see at every stage that Ezekiel was being instructed, instructed by the Lord. God had a plan to bring his people back to restoration and that's never changed. Whatever generation, whatever century, it's never changed. God has this plan of restoration for all people that they would live a blessed life, but they'd have to do it together. They'd have to do it together. Every time that the people of God did it themselves, they ended up in trouble. Every time they turned their back on God and said, no, we got this, we'll do it our way, it ended up in trouble. I mean, even Jesus didn't do it alone. In John seventeen twenty one, he said, Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they also be in us so that the world may know that you have sent me. We just want what God wants. We just want what God wants. And over 28 years, you can imagine how many trends we've seen in church world over that time. You know, we are not a river church. Hallelujah. You know, we're not a Toronto Blessing Church. We're not, you know, um, a leadership-driven church. We're not um, a seeker-friendly church. No, we're a family church with a mission's heart. Why? Because that's what God spoke to us. That's what God spoke to us. And we've done it together ever since. That's all we've built, the Word of the Lord. And not only have we done it together with God, but we've done it together with, with each other. So many wonderful people have done the journey, amazing people that have stuck with us over the decades now, stuck with us, their families, their generations growing up in this house. And I tell you, it's incredibly rewarding. It's always been a, a family of people that just wanted to do something for God. That's our testimony. That's our story. And a desire for families to flourish and live, you know, the best, best life possible. And number three, you've got to be prepared to live bigger lives. To live bigger lives, in verse 7, it tells us, "...when I arrived there, I saw a great number of trees on each side of the river." A great number of trees. It was an expansive place. It was a large place. And when you do it with God, when you do the journey together, you know, when you say yes to the word of the Lord, it just gets bigger and bigger. It just gets bigger and bigger. The journey expands. Ezekiel got to see a bigger plan that God had for his people, and it was a great plan. It was an expansive plan. It was an abundant plan and it was for the generations. You know, I think one of the biggest blessings of hanging around long enough is I get to watch this platform from time to time, and I see, you know, kids that I dedicated up here, praising God. I actually probably married their parents. I probably would have baptized them when they were single. I've watched their journey to this point, and I see the generations... It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And Anne and I just want to say thank you to all of those faithful people, all of those faithful ones that have stood with us over the decades, over the hills and the valleys of church life, and there's been many of those. There's been some great highs and there's been some really low lows, but, you know, you're stuck with us. You're stuck with us, and we honour you for that. The faithful people that have done the journey and, and you know, I, I, I couldn't name them, but the list would be so huge, you know, um, and I'd forget some and I wouldn't want to disappoint, but you know, we've got, oh my goodness, where's, where's Ann Noonan? Is she here tonight? I saw her before. It's Anne over there. Ann came in three weeks in, three weeks in. We had this dinky little school room and three weeks in she brought a family, Mike, her son, up here, um, leading worship tonight. Mike was our first music director. I think he was seventeen. then, weren't you, Mike? I can't even see him. But you know, they had the generations of Noonans and the Rhine Kings that stood with us. You know, the the sarongs. We we, er, Errol and Denise there tonight. We spoke about you know our South African sisters. Are they here, Sharon and Felicity? You know, and um um, Caroline. Caroline, wasn't it? Yeah, that was the third one, wasn't it? Yeah, the three sisters. You know, they came in the first week. Nolene Boyers, with Nolene here tonight. Nolene Nolene walked into a ladies' group, announced who she was and said, I'm coming to your church. We didn't even know her. And she's been with us ever ever since, ever since. In the first year or the first months of starting Highway she came in. Now she runs all of our finances. So, yeah, she's a pretty powerful lady now. She pays you wages, you know. She's an important job. It' been with us twenty eight years. I mean, there is a list that goes on. I I thought of a few: the Eastons and the Andersons and the Blacks and the Mitchells and the and the Cooks and the Morrison's. David and Glenda, you know, are back with us now. And uh, um, the Hearns, of course, you met them tonight. The Hancocks, and, and you know, the list goes on and on and on. And if I've missed you, I'm really sorry, but I'm just old and don't have a very good memory. But, hey, history records what you've done, what you've sown. The palmers, their whole families in this church, they still serve on the door today. You would have met them coming in, you know. And, and there's been a lot more. I'm just talking about the old hall days, the very early beginnings. But we can't stop here, amen. Highway has a mission upon its life, upon the life of the church, and it's a big mission. And God's restoration is all a part of that. And, you know, I I was thinking that maybe tonight I might be speaking to somebody here. Because the very heart of this house is restoration. God spoke to us when I was Was it the first meeting of Prophesy? He said, um, this is the wisdom of God. He said, I'm going to bring the people to you. He said, don't counsel them. I thought, oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, the grace of God. I tell you, he's so kind to me. He said, don't counsel them. He said, put your arms around them. He said, I will restore them. You'll be a house of restoration. And we have seen that. We have seen people in ministry, pastors, hundreds over the years, come you know, broken. Stay for a little season, then go out and and get on the God journey again. You know, we've seen incredible restoration, and and you know, God doesn't God doesn't do things without a purpose. And if you're sitting here tonight, you need to know that God has a purpose for your life. But if you don't know Him, you, you're not really going to understand what that purpose is about. The Bible is very clear about the the. He calls it being born again, and we know that we're born once of the flesh. And there comes a time when we get an opportunity to be number two to be born of the Spirit. And that's what God is calling each and every person on the planet to be, born again. Why? So that He can connect with our spirit, so that our spirit comes alive, and it's not all about our flesh but it's about our spirit. You say, why is that? Because our spirit is eternal. Our body's not. Our flesh is not. Our spirit is eternal. And this is only stage one. The world we live in is only stage one. There will come a day when we'll all have to step into stage two, and that will be by the spirit of God. Does that make sense? You don't hear a lot of talk about this. People are so consumed about, you know, the here and now, the flesh. But there is an eternity to come, and... And God gives everyone an opportunity to say yes, to be born again by the Spirit of God. And so that's what I want to do for you right now. I, I want to give you this opportunity. You know, when, when I came into church world, I was 25 years old and uh, I didn't have a clue about I'd never grown up in church. I was full of addiction and all sorts of stuff and I wasn't interested in religion. I didn't want to have a bar to do with any church, religion, structure, whatever. It just it just wasn't me. I didn't want that. But you know what? God touched my spirit by his spirit and I came alive. And I I can't tell you the difference. I can't tell you the change that happened to me, changed my life for the last, you know. 43 years has been totally different because of that one encounter that my spirit came alive. And really that's what this is about. When we accept Jesus Christ as our Saviour, we open up our spirit to His spirit. And when the two connect, you will come alive like you don't get it. You don't, you'll never you can't imagine the difference that happens in that moment. From then on, and right across this room, amen. People have experienced that. Come on, shout out to me, tell me. You know, absolutely. And there's not one born again believer in this room that regrets making that decision. So it's got to be good. And you might be sitting there saying, Look, I don't get it. I don't I don't understand what you're saying. That's normal. That's absolutely okay. But when you invite his spirit to connect with your spirit, you will get it. You will see it. You will come alive. You heard of, have you heard of people saying, you know, um, the light shined and I saw it. It's, it's that type of an experience. And I want that for you. I don't want you to come here tonight and go home missing out on God's best for your life. So I'll get everyone to close their eyes, if they would, and close their eyes, bow their head, because I want this to be a a one-on-one moment with you and God right now. Now, you're born of, of flesh. We all are born of flesh in this room. But if you're not born of the Spirit, then I'm going to give you this opportunity right now. It's very simple. It's very easy. doesn't mean you're joining this church. doesn't mean you're joining a denomination. It means you're saying, God, I'm opening up my heart to you. I want you to come into my life and turn on the switch. Connect with my spirit. And it'll happen in just a moment. But you've got to be bold enough to say, yes, I want that. God's given us a free will. He won't invade you without permission. He won't, he, he won't do that. He's... But if you say yes right now, giving him permission say God by your spirit I want to be born again and then the journey begins and you will never regret it but if that's you I'm going to ask you right now if you'd be bold enough to just lift up your hand right now and say there that's me and and let me see it because I want to acknowledge you no one else is looking around this is just you and God and, and me you there? Lift your hand up right now as I see you so I can tell you. Thank you there. Thank you there. What about somebody else across this room? Right, there's two, there's two people there. Come on, there's more. We know that. If there's a battle going on right now, if there's a bit of fluttering in your chest, in your heart, if there's confusion in your mind, that's just, thank you. Thank you. Um, th- that's just God saying, now's the times. I'm knocking at the door. Say yes. Thank you. Come on, somebody else. Come on, where are you? Come on, just lift it straight up, straight down. If I want to pray for you, I, want to need, I need to know who you are. Thank you, young lady there. What about somebody else? Come on, you want to be born again. You want to connect with God's spirit. You don't want to miss out. Thank you, darling. I will see that, that hand there. Don't miss this, guys. Don't miss this opportunity, please. Look, I keep coming over here. Is anyone over here? Anyone up this section? Uh, up the back there, thank you. Thank you, I'll see the hand up the back There's Somebody else though. I don't know everybody here. We've got a lot of visitors. I don't want to miss you. Okay, last time and then I'm going to pray for people. Where are you? If you haven't put your hand up already, right now. Right now, Last, last call for this. Thank you, there's one more. Up the back there, yep, I see that hand up there. Thank you, sir. Okay, put your hand down now. Look, I want to pray for you. It's a very simple prayer, and then I want to give you a Bible, give you some literature, equip you so that you can do this journey well. You can start right. Okay, so to do that, I wanna I wanna be able to pray for you, and then if you're here, can you just can you grab your Bible or grab your your, your belongings, whatever? And would you be bold enough to come down and? And, uh, and stand with me here so I can pray with you. Come on, just leave your seat. Come on down. Right, if you raised your hand, if you raise your hand, come on down. Come on, if you raise your hand, don't be embarrassed. Every person in this room is cheering for you. Amen. Every person in this room is cheering for you right now come on leave your seat come on down where are you over here who put their hand up over here across here come on come on come on church give them my goodness we've got a tribe oh, wow we got somebody else down the front there yet wow hey listen do we have any parents of these little ones there's any parents of these little ones. Could you come and stand with them? We kind of want your permission, actually. That's the right thing to do. And not only that, it's it's good to, to have you stand with them at this moment. Highway's 28th birthday. 28th birthday, they made a decision for Christ. And I'm pretty pumped. I've got two grandsons right down the front here. Two out of ten grandchildren, two of them tonight are making decisions. Come on. Now, there's, there's people up the back up there. Would you come? There's somebody else and, and a couple over here. Please don't miss this. I want to pray with you. I want to pray with you. Come on, where are you? Don't be embarrassed. Don't miss this. You've already said yes. Let the journey begin. Amen. Okay, I'm going to pray with you guys. I just want you to repeat a simple little prayer after me, and then we're going to get Pastor Steve to to get you a Bible, get you all the stuff you need to do the journey well. Is that okay? So why don't you close your eyes. Why don't we all do that church together? Heavenly Father, repeat after me. Heavenly Father, I come before you now. I accept Jesus as my Lord and Saviour. I want to be born again by your Spirit. Amen. Amen. Come on, put your hands together. Would you like to just turn this way? Parents, everyone go with with, uh, Pastor Steve. Five minutes and you'll be back in the service. Just five minutes, okay? Do you need some help? Do you need some help? Come on through there. Amen. Folks. That's what it's about. It's about the restoration. It's about a house of restoration that God gives everyone a chance, everyone a brand new start, a brand new start. And I know because 40-something years now, I've lived it, and and there's no life better, no life better. Amen. Why don't you give me a round of praise?
0: Thanks for joining us. We hope you enjoyed this podcast. If you'd like to get in contact with us or find out more about Highway Church, go to highway.com.au.